so you get the ring. Yeah. Right? You got yeah, the that's ring. That's what happened. You had the parade. Yes, that's what just happened. I mean, so, so what's the next I step? I cussed in the parade. I apologize to the people that wasn't ready for the What'd you say? You know, you sometimes say, I think. You can say it on our show. Sometimes I make people stand the you know, nah. he, but you gotta stand the f up. It is what it is. You say it for me. It is what it is. He, he don't say. F you gotta stand the f up. He can't. I know. Yeah, he, he's, he's a he's a muskrana. <laughs> he's an f. Like I coach this guy. I know who he is. <laughs> he called me a mother f for right. Yeah, yeah. Hold up. Limitless. Take a stomach cap, pinning it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On this vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Take a stomach cap, pinning it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. We're back on the pivot, and this was important to me. This is my favorite DB coach of all time, and more importantly, a recent world champion. Raheem Morris, defensive coordinator of the Los Angeles Rams. Oh. And so we need to do this for you right now, though. Big salute, baby. Big hey, salute. Man. Big Congrats, salute. man. So, so tell me what you're feeling right now. How's it feel? You know, you really don't understand how you feel right now. You know, it's like um, you just got more exuberance for everybody else. You know, like you think about Aaron Donald, you think about Jalen Ramsey. You think about the struggle that people went through and like trying to get that thing and happen, make it happen. So I'm just so fired up for those guys, man. I can't even like enjoy it myself. But it is an awesome feeling, Ryan. Like, and you know it. You won this thing. You've done it before. I've coached you. Uh, we've been through that fire. Like, I'm just so fired up about everything that happened, man. Like, for everybody involved with the organization. With with the people that's involved, with the the characters, all the people, man. Like I'm so, I'm so happy, man. I can't, I can't, I can't express my words. You you see, Freddie, how they leaving us out? Cause we were talking about people that won championships. I, I, I know, but I I ain't know Rob was gonna just know, straight up leave us out. Like he was gonna talk to you directly. I ain't want to be disrespectful. <laughs> you know what? No you know you can't be disrespectful to people that didn't win no, it. No because like you guys paved the way. Like, yeah. like you made us want to get it even more because like I know how, I know the greatness in the room. Like, and like Freaky Fred, like I remember trying to tackle this cat, man. Like it ain't that kind of guy, man. Like, and no disrespect taken. Thank you for allowing us in your home. Yeah, man. You know, I, I know I, I saw a story where they're saying... Yeah, this ain't cribs, baby. This my crib. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rams, this is the definition of Rams house. I know they were putting that on near the Hollywood sign. You guys deserve it, man. Job well Appreciate done. That, I was going to say, this time of the year is probably the only time of the year I really get depressed. Yeah. I get depressed because I was never able to accomplish what Ryan accomplished, what you've accomplished as a coach, and that's to win the championship. I enjoy watching the game. But all the shit after, the celebration, you on the, I see you on the float. Yeah. Cussing. He's still floating. <laughs> yeah. I, I cuss once. <laughs> but for me, it's depressing. I probably but shouldn't. For have. You guys I probably shouldn't have. I apologize for the cussing. But what you apologizing for? I mean, but it is what it is, man. Yeah, like, you're it's your like, element. It's it's the enthusiasm of it all, man. It's like um, I want everybody to feel like what we feel, like, like, like I want you to be a part of it. Like, so when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to Ryan, I'm talking, to, I'm talking to all the cats, man. You know what I mean? Like, I want everybody to feel that love and like how you feel when you win that game. To see Aaron down to the day, to see Jalen Ramsey after the game, and like to see him after what happened, like. Those people, they don't get a chance to express that. Right. Because you put on this pedestal, you know, like, and like you can't, you can't be yourself. Right. Like today, man, I was myself, man. It's acceptable. And I think you, it's, it's well deserved. Mm -hmm. You know, you've, you've traveled, 
you've done so much, yeah. you know, for the game, you know, the coaches, the people that look like us, and we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But man, kid, cuss. Right. I, I, like, I, I, he don't cuss. You. Did you teach him that when no, he was The coaching? guy don't cuss. The guy will give you a muskrana. He'll throw a whole bunch of things out there that's like cussing. You know what I mean? He'll buy you dinner before he cuss at you. Like, it's unbelievable. Muskrana? That's what he's saying. What's that? I don't know. (laughs) But he'll he'll regularly throw it out there, though. I mean, it's unbelievable. But this is your second, though. Second. You got a ring, but being the D.C., though. Like, you was in Tampa, was at Lane Kiffin, right? No, it was Monty. Monty. I'm sorry, Monty. Monty Kiffin. That's his part. His daddy, old man. I, I go Lane. I'm a, I'm a puppy. No, no, no. I don't but, know how you ain't Monty, got no graves. Let me get Monty his, his, um, his recognition, his true recognition he needs to have. Because Monty Kiffin was one of those guys that he made calls, he did all that good stuff, but, like, the preparation, like, the stuff that he taught me, the annoyance that he was for me, like, it all helps to this day. Because those are all the things I talk about now. Like, right. When you were under Monty, like, what was your position on the staff? Man, when I first got there, I was a QC. Okay. You know, Mike quality, Tomlin. That's, that's quality control. Quality control. Yeah. Yep. You know, you're talking about, like, Mike Tomlin was a DB coach. Rod Mendeley was a D-line coach. Joe Barry was a linebacker coach. Monty Kiffin was a D coordinator. Rod Mendeley was a D-line. I mean, we had names that was unbelievable. The experiences that I got, I got to hang out with those guys was, was unparalleled to anything that you could think about. I can't even fathom how fun that was. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's unbelievable. How yeah. different is this championship or Super Bowl from that one, though? Because you're the D.C. now, bro. Like, you are you are making the calls as Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon are driving that's to score crazy. the winning touchdown. And R.C., and, and that's his call. That's his call, right. His whole – I saw you sent four. You kept sending four early, and I saw later on you worked it to it. Said five. We know football, Raw. Like we know football now. Hey, listen. When they couldn't block Ernest Jones, let's send Ernest Jones. Let's put these guys on one side. Let's form these fronts and make them block us. Because if we can send enough people at them, they're gonna have a problem. Right. But I can't diminish the fact of a Super Bowl. Like I don't care what you do in a Super Bowl. If you're a part of it, it is. It is relevant. Like, it, it, you're the quality control. You, you can be the DB coach. You can be the, the coordinator, the head coach. I'm just telling you, you can't diminish the fact of what it is. You know, like, 37, 56, mine forever. Right, both of them. I don't but, care what but, y'all talking but, about. But 56, 56 is better. 56 is sweet. Because you the man. 56 Calling is sweet. defense that held a NFL team in 2022 to 20 points. In L.A., though. That's big walk. What was your nerves like? The night before, I played some bullshit playoff games. <laughs> no, you didn't. Nah, no, they were meaningful, and I was nervous against the Steelers. I'm walking around downtown. I it couldn't was, sleep. Was it probably like it super was easy because you knew me and Troy wasn't gonna play though? Nah, I ain't worried. Did about you y'all. feel good? About- okay, cool. <laughs> I ain't yeah. worried about y'all. No, I respect I, y'all, but I ain't worried about y'all. I, I respect y'all. It was just though, I wanted to perform. And you, you did. Know what I'm, and, and I know it was on the line, but Super Bowl, it's I, world championship. I will say this. It was, it was less about the nerves of, like, what I felt. It was more about what it meant for the city, what it meant for Sean McVay. Sean McVay had a chance to take Mike Tomlin to be the youngest coach to win a Super Bowl, right? And I got a chance to come here and help him do that. And I remember when I got the job, I told him, I said, I'm coming here to win a championship, nothing else. I'm not coming here to lead the league in defense. I'm not coming here to do all those things and get the recognition for myself. I said, I want to win a championship, like, for you. Because he deserved it. Like, I was with this man when he was young. Mm-hmm. And 
he is honorable of it. He's deserving of it. He's a great coach. Like, he's got great leadership skills. And, like, I wanted to win a championship for him and help him do it. Like, that was where my nerves were. It was more about helping other people, not about me. The, the people that trusted and believed in you. Exactly. I wanted to make those people feel relevant and make those people feel important and make those people feel like we about to win this shit. I know you don't cuss, Ryan, but that's what I felt. But even in this matchup, as great as you guys' offense is, it all came down to the defense. And the pressure was going to always be on your shoulders. You have some great players, some no very good players, but no you got to put them in those positions, which a lot of people that are probably watching this, they don't necessarily understand. They just expect these players to go make plays. But they have to be put in the right situations. Fred, the preparation goes down during the week. You right. know, like when Aaron Donald comes in on Tuesday and he sits in the room with Eric Henderson, his D-line coach, and he talks about where he can align and how he's going to align and how he's going to create the pressure. And we talk about where Flo's going to be and where Vaughn's going to be and who we're going to send and, like, what Greg Gaines is going to do. And then all the elements, H. Town Robinson, all the elements that we have involved with that, like, that's huge mm -hmm. because he understands the whole aspect of everybody and how they fit into the picture. Right? We got great players. Right. Like, make no mistake about it. Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, great players. Like, they're legendary, no matter what happened in this game or not, right? But when those dudes care more about their teammates mm -hmm. than themselves, that's what makes it different. But, Ro, I got to ask you this, man. In that front seven, you brought it up. Uh, Flo, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, you got those dogs up front. Like, Bro. And we can't we can't minimize what Gaines did. Ain't no doubt. And Gaines, yeah. Ashawn Robinson, you brought him. I love that you bring up the big yeah. the big boy, the big yeah. man. Ashawn in Robinson fighting. in that game may have been the best player in the Super Bowl. Wow. But he was fighting though. Go watch him. Yeah. Throwing hands. And that's what it is, fighting them he's double also teams, whooping people. Seventy years old and he's only twenty-seven. Twenty-six. <laughs> he look, he's the he's the hey. current Channing Crowder Ross. of football. Rick 100%. Ross. Oh yeah, no, that's the the George Mirror song. When you that big, you 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 get you get old fast. <laughs> hey. When you that big, you get old fast. Raw like that is Ricky but, Rose, baby. <laughs> but I want to ask you, like, when you have that much talent, bro, how do you like? Like, you see a matchup, or you see a mismatch, or you see this. And I, I know um, AD, Aaron Donald, go outside, you put him in, you put him oh, inside. Sure. Like, how do you manage those guys pre-snap, post-snap, when you have that much talent? These, the, RC's a, a, a back four guy. He loves the coverage <laughs> and can't, get zero catch and cover four. Bro, I love that front seven. I love it. How do you manage that when you have so much talent? How do you line up where you're going to put a guy knowing he's going to make a play? I'll say this. They have no ego. They don't. Aaron Donald, Flo, you know, um, Vaughn Miller. Vaughn plays in the left. Flo played in the left his whole career. Like, to watch those two figure out who's going to the left, who's going to the right, like, is, is unparalleled. Was it Nothing. something you left up to them, though, Rob? So, or? a lot of it's left up to them. Okay. You know, like, in the situation, in the moment, and what we're going to do. You got your phone going? Is your phone ringing, bro? Hey, this is some hood Over ass. <laughs> <laughs> that man's phone went off in the middle what of the TV that? broadcast. That was my 5 a.m. alarm back hey, in Miami. It's okay. 5 a.m. I don't, I don't know the transition here. I think we in China right now. I don't know what's going <laughs> so, on. So, so your numbers like Freddie numbers now. This time change stuff coming out here with these mountains in the back. Can y'all please show these mountains in the back? 
<laughs> this beautiful. is not happening in like, South it is Florida. Beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah, I don't know what's going on right now. I actually asked Rod to adopt me. I don't know if a grown man can adopt <laughs> another grown man. That's why you was jumping on a trampoline with his kids before yeah. we started? Randolph I... Channing Morris III. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Hey, I got you, baby. Bro, you got I know you got a room upstairs. Hey, we got plenty of room for you, man. Oh, okay, yeah. Hey. I'm going to bring something in every now and, and so then. And so, Rado. Stop it. Stop it, bro. I so, know I'm married. I'm married. I'm married. I'm yeah. married. So, it's a ride. I love your wife. It's a ride. So you look at where you are now. Yeah. You coached me in Washington. Man. It was more like twins, you know, running a DB room. I, I can't say I coach you. You helped me more than I helped you. Your process helped me. Like, it let me know what a guy should look like every day coming to work. It let me know, like how you prepare, how you do your deal, how you go throughout your due diligence to make, get ready to play and get ready to practice. Your process was unbelievable. Like, so like coaching you was so much fun because all I had to do was get you the game, get you a little bit of success. And then you thought I did something. To me, like, I'm like, let me put this guy in a position just to make one play. Cause he'll give me credit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not like that. Like, like this cat helped me more with his preparation. Like who you were. Like, everybody know you as this cat on SportsCenter and, like, who you are, like, with these clean-ass suits. Man, I appreciate that, though. Man, look I at him. I appreciate that. Boy, you clean. You weren't clean as me, but... Well, first <laughs> off, I'm cleaner than you. No. And I'm for sure cleaner than Channing. Hey, listen. Because I've never seen a polo man with a green shirt hold on. Hold on, hold on. But when you came to D.C., me and D. Hall already had it on lock. Right. And you just kind of helped us. Right. You added to the picture. But... You're a little bit clean on SportsCenter. But, Rob, how you think about this Catholic uh, shirt, this Catholic priest shirt with no white on the top? You know, like, he has a different style. Like, he can change it up. But that's ridiculous. I'm Look not going to hate on the guy. Because, like, every, once in a while, people going to be wearing that next week. Because that's what he's going to wear because of him? That's what he do. So, Rob, I'm, I'm, I'm ignoring Channing. So, when you think about players you've coached, yes. you've coached in Tampa, Yes. Where there were the Simeon Rices and oh. the Warren Saps, the no Rondé Barbers, and these guys. And, like, I truly believe you coach one of the greatest defensive players of all time in Aaron Donald. Yeah. Who's the best defensive player you've ever coached? I just said this the other day. It's hard to compare eras. Okay. Because Warren Sapp in our era was one of the most dominant guys we've ever seen. And you don't want to discredit what Simeon Rice did for Warren Sapp. You don't want right. to discredit what Greg Spires did for Warren Sapp. You don't want to discredit... Greg Spires is huge. You don't want to discredit what Ellis Wims. You don't want to discredit Charchick Darby, you know, Anthony right. McFarland. Right. You know, Derek Brooks was lined up right behind Warren Sapp. And I remember Derek Brooks telling me, like, I know what that three technique's going to be, like, where he's going to be every right. time. So and the thing is, too, though, y'all played that nickel with that Tampa, what? too, so Rondé So now Rondé's on the other side, right? Yeah. So now Rondé's on the side. Now, now... Let's not, even, let's not even act like Rondé's not a Hall of Famer. He because is. Because what Rondé Barber did, he changed the game when it comes to nickel. Right. Let's not even kid it. Him and Antoine Winfield. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Not even close. Those two players changed the game when it comes to, when you talk about a star, a nickel, whatever you want to call them. Unbelievable, right? Right. So, Shelton Quarles. And then you go to the back end, now you're talking about, like, John Lynch, Brian Kelly, Dwight Smith, Damn. I white mean, face. White face. White face. Right? Like, so, stop. Dexter you, Jackson. You are beating around the bush. Who's the best God, defensive no, 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 player no, no, you've like ever you. coached? Oh, RC, he can't do it. I want to give you a Mount Rushmore. Go ahead. No, no, Four. no. Let him, let him answer RC. No, 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 no. The best ever? I don't know. Bro, can you this. do the best ever? Can you do the best ever? It's one of one. Aaron Donald. 
He's one of one. Best you've ever seen. It's unbelievable, like, what he does. Like, he can do abnormal stuff and make it right. Well, he's 280 and got a six-pack, so that's abnormal. You know you're going to get... Before all of this, Warren, is... Warren probably texted me right now. Right now, he texted you right yeah. now. Yeah, oh, but Warren gotta... was not him, just because Warren didn't work out like this man. Got it. Warren was just Warren was natural, man. Natural. Punt like, return. What? At 280, snap return punts. Unbelievable. He do it all. And I mean, and you know, like, like Warren is like, I mean, the man came to the stadium and just waved his arm and they said Warren. Right, right. That's my big dog. I jet skied at his place. Yeah. Before my rookie year. And I told him, I said, I'm going to have 150 on y'all. And you was there mm -hmm. on the staff. I went out there, first play of the game, four-yard loss. No doubt. Second play of the game, four-yard loss. He's like, remember that check? I said, I told you don't write a check, your ass can't cash. No doubt. And it was an amazing game. Listen. But he's just a dog. Sap, Sap, was, Sap is unbelievable. Like, right. And AD is unbelievable. Right. Like, I even hate even comparing the two. Like, I wish they could have played in the same era. I wish they could have played together. I wish they could have played around each other. I wish so, they could have seen each so, other and got a respect. So, AD is the top dog. What was your mindset and the emotions that went through you when they said, I think we can get Von Miller? Oh, man. So, when they said it at first, I was like, come on, Sean, stop playing with me. That was my initial thought, you know? Like, chill out. Like, y'all joking. Right. And then, the next thing I know, this man is in a press conference. Make no mistake about it, like, he respects Denver so much. Mm -hmm. You know, the emotion that he had leaving Denver and, like, how much that team meant to him right. and how much the organization... Like, you guys know, like, what Pittsburgh meant to you. you yeah, know? Like, for sure. That's different. Jacksonville to you. Because you win there. What? Right. My, that's different, right? And then when he left, the emotions for him, and then he had to come here and go to L.A., he's like, I love it, but I still feel a certain type of emotion, right? So we had to... Ease him into the thing, right? Ease him to the, to, the, to the game, right? And to watch him, what he turned into throughout the process yeah. is absolutely unbelievable. Like, he's a freak. Do you change your defense? I'm an X and O guy. Go ahead. Do you change your defense? Like, because you got Jalen. Jalen came from Jags. You know what's crazy about it? You don't got to change the defense for a great player. They change mm. the defense. Here's the other part, too, though. They change it here. They change the defense. Right. They change the defense. Like, that man came in here... Figured out what we do. He 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 was so locked into what we call things, what we do, how we do it, what we what we want to do. Like he was asking questions in meetings. Like it was like weird. Like he's stopping the meeting, asking the question. I'm like, who is that? I'm like, that's Vaughn Miller. Like he asking me a question in the meeting. Like right? I'm yeah. in front of all the cats and he asking the question. And then all of a sudden, stuff clicked. Right. And then he go out there and he's making moves. He's making rush moves. He can't be blocked. And then it was like, okay, he didn't get to the quarterback this week, but like then the next week happened. Like, in the Super Bowl, he had two sacks. Yeah. I don't even know if y'all know. Well, I was there. But I don't even know if people know. I know. It's unbelievable. But, yeah, yeah, let's not act like we don't know. You had seven in the Super Bowl. We had seven, we had seven, seven sacks. Seven sacks. Yeah. Could have had, had ten. Hey, I listen, was counting. I was counting. I, stats are for losers. I'm not into that. You don't get the stats? No. You know that, man. You just getting the wins and losses. Have you watched the film? Dude, Super Bowl champs oh, watch the I film? Like, I, like, I like this one, Freddie. You watched it last. I like this one, Freddie. I can tell you. I didn't see the. I've never seen the film of the Arizona of Super Bowl Forty Three. I've never okay, seen. Okay, I'm lying. I'll be lying to you if I said I didn't. I did actually because we were home. Got it. Yeah. So I've never like, seen it. being home when is a different advantage. It? When did you? The next day. I mean, I was there. I was. We we're here, so I was at the house, right? When did you have time to watch it? The Super Bowl ended, right? And you're at home. Like normally, you go to a party because you got nowhere else to go. Right. Like I came home. Wow. I did. 
right? So the next morning I woke up, I just wanted to watch the game. You know, like, let me see the game. So I actually watched this one because I was home. I would have never watched that thing if I was home. How did you critique it, though? I didn't critique it. You just I didn't critique it. You just enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was your... It was the moment. It was like... You just let it play. As a fan. You watched it as a fan. Right. Did you watch the TV copy or the cut-ups? The cut-ups. Coach's copy. Coach's copy. Nothing better than coach's copy. So, Rod, like, the, the, the whole experience of being here... Yeah. And we talked about it many times. Obviously, I do ESPN. The whole going in 100%. Yeah. Right? The, the Matthew Stafford of no it doubt. all. Um, obviously, you give up picks for Jalen Ramsey. No doubt. You already have Aaron Donald. You go no get doubt. Odell, all these things. Did you feel like that was extra pressure <laughs> added to y'all? Because I, like, I, I know you love the Rams organization. All right, so... Like, did you, did, you feel like they did, did, did they do the right thing here, making all those moves? Ryan, here's my chance to brag on Les Snead, right? Here's my chance to brag on Sean McVay. Okay. So, most people will be scared to make those moves because of what you're going to say on SportsCenter. A lot of people will be fearful of things like that, right? This organization, we absolutely embraced it at the highest level. It was like... You guys are all in to win the Super Bowl. No sh. Who's right. not? Right. right. But that's the thing, though. Who's RC. not, though? There are Super, people who aren't, though. Super team. Yeah. Super, Super team. Super team. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, felt like, it felt like Lakers, Steve Nash, Carl Malone, yeah, all like, those people. Ke- yeah. Kevin Garnett just came out, and he was like, hey, back in my day, we, we used to win it, build it, and win it. Yeah. And a bunch of dudes criticized that. Listen, like, man. Right. Y'all built a super team, and it worked. Miami did it. Listen. All the big threes did it. Do y'all feel as if y'all built a super team? Did y'all break the mold? No. Because you know what? They actually drafted more players on our team than they got credit for. We just added people. And when you add those people, when you make those things happen, you have the ability to coach these guys and get them in the, in the mix. It became awesome. Front office, they did an amazing job, you know, making those decisions and getting the guys here. But for me, the way I saw it, you know, it's L.A., you guys already had established team, some amazing players. No doubt. But the guys that you acquired, you know, they wanted to be here. Yeah. You know, what are your thoughts on that? That players, they don't want to go to Cleveland. So, I will say this. I will say this. Um, it was L.A., right? Right. Like, I remember, like, landing my mother's lap crying about Magic Johnson, right? Wait, wait. Tell me Crying about Magic Johnson for what? what? When he got the HIV virus, man, you kidding me? But I was crying like a baby on my mother's lap. Where was you at? Like, that's magic. Where were you at then? In New Jersey, a Laker fan, right? (laughs) Across the country. I'm crying like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about magic. Yeah. (laughs) That's a fact. So when you got a chance to come to L.A., like Odell Beckham, Mm. Vaughn Miller, and then you already had Jalen that you traded for. Right. And you already had A.D. who you drafted. And he's in the building. You got and then superstars you got on to come deck. out of retirement, right? Who? Right. Eric Weddle came out of retirement. And how about that story? Let's let's think about Honestly, that for a right, Before you start that story, I, you know, man, you know, me and E are tight, right? This From man was on the couch. He said, he said, bro, honestly, I owe it. All. He he texted me this today. I owe it all to Ra for thinking of me. What was that like? What was your thought process in that? Listen, this man was on the couch for two years, right? So I had the opportunity. I said. We, bought, we lost both safeties. Taylor Rapp got a concussion. Jordan Fuller? And Jordan Filler, he hurt his, he hurt his ankle. And he wasn't going to be able to make it back. I don't, wanna, I don't even want to like, diminish this, this fact. We just lost Juju. We just lost JR. JR got claimed by yep. the Giants. Mm-hmm. And those are the guys that we were priming to like, be in those roles. Right. 
Hey, we were we were buck naked. Right. And I said, I can't even lie. Ejero Evero said, Hey, let's let's. What is Eric Weddle doing? I said, I don't know. I'll call him. Called him up. I said, Are you fat? <laughs> you called E. Woodland and said, are you fat? Yeah, that was he, y'all's he was calling me thinking I was like kind of trying to get some secrets from the Arizona Cardinals. I'm like, nah, man, I want to see if you can play. Right. And he was absolutely Ready. a godsend. Wow. Like he got there, his communication. I heard he called the defense. Called the what? whole defense. Let me throw you for a loop real yeah, quick. Yeah, work. If things had aligned differently, yeah. if you had Weddle, and if you had your man right here available at the same time, hmm. I told him he was next. He, 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 he we texted about he it. He thought I was playing. No, we legit, no, we legit text. texted about it. He said, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> no, Rob, like, we was Rob. texting because, like. You think I'm playing? But saying, like, Rob, throughout the playoffs, for like, him, Rob. I thought it was over for Weddle. <laughs> yeah, like, this is It my, wasn't. Right, so this is my friend, right? And yeah. so we're texting about, like, dog, like, the stuff Weddle's doing is dope, man. I love what you're doing, man. I'm just so excited for you. And then he goes. You next. I was like, the hell I am. Because, <laughs> you know, like, I know I can't do it. But for you, Rod, like, being in that position. Weddle tore his pack. And played Bowl the game. And finished the game. Wow. Like, we had another game. He, he was coming. <laughs> I wasn't coming. He was coming. But so, like, though, like, I wasn't coming. So when you get a player like that, though, that's willing to do those things, does it say a lot about the organization, the team, and what you can accomplish? I, I don't want to take away from Weddle's greatness. He's a Hall of Famer to me. I, listen, I don't want to take away from Weddle's greatness by giving the organization credit for that. Like, that greatness belongs to Weddle. Wow. Like, this man came to our team, gave us great communication, gave us great play, yeah. made plays, tore his peck, finished the Super Bowl, yeah, dog. won a Super Bowl. Like, I don't want to take from his greatness. I love this organization. Greatness is the organization. Like, they deserve all the credit in the world, but, like, that greatness for Weddle, I'm not going to do that. Is. Do you know, like, as, as a DC, bro, and I, I we were joking about it. Yeah. Like, I would love for you to be my defensive coordinator. I'd love to be. I would love, I would you love to play that under you. Rob. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't love to be, because he's actually not tough. He was a like, dog. No, no, he's no, no, not. No, no, he's tough, not a but, dog. But I'm, I'm gonna smell like Hennessy every day at practice. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Like, 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 listen, listen, listen. So what I smell like? I'm Rob. not gonna judge you for that. You smell like a stripper. <laughs> because you had lavender? No, 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 no. Was what? he with strippers or did he wear strippers? No, 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 he wasn't lotion. with strippers. He was not with strippers. So he, was, he wore stripper lotion. Listen, the man had a bathtub. He had a bathtub. Uh -huh. And he would put this Epsom salt in. Uh -huh. And it was lavender Epsom salt. <laughs> it was all kind of stuff. Yeah. And every day, his process just took a little bit longer. Yeah. So than everybody else. What? So he would get in his tubs <laughs> and he would do these exercises in the morning. He, he put the coach to the, to the office. So I knew where to find him. Oh, so he wasn't win the strip club. He, he was just, not the strip he, club. He just used... <laughs> that was not his deal. He just used stripper, yeah. stripper so products. So when he got to my office, I had to question him. Why do you smell like a stripper? Hey, the first, though, the first day I walk in, like, the, after the first game, we played Houston, right? <laughs> and so I'm in his room, because I get there early, and it's probably, like, 6 o'clock. He's watching the film. That wasn't early, because he was already in. Yeah, so he goes, he goes, RC, I've never given a player a must, uh, like, a plus and a minus on the same play. He was like, you did, like, so many things great here, and then you missed a tackle. I was like, yeah, coach, I be effing up. And then, and then he goes, why the f*** you smell like lavender? <laughs> the man, the man, and you the man knew, smelled, you knew the scent. What? Yeah, the, scent. the man smelled great. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, like, 
It's a grown man in my office at six in the morning smelling like a stripper. Smelling like a stripper. What you get it? Was it uh, what was it? Uh, Bath and Body Works. So I would buy it from Walgreens, and so like every morning I had this process. I had to be at work at five o'clock, and I had the contrast, and so I do like the contrast in yes, the tubs. Did. So I put my own ice in the tubs, my own hot water. You know what I'm saying? Epsom salt, all this stuff. Because, like, that was just, like, the way I worked. You know what I mean? And it was so cool, though, because we were so close in age. Our conversations... Close? What you mean close? We're the same age. We're the same age. You're growing 76. I don't care. I'm sorry, 79. It don't matter. You're the same age as Shut you. Shut up. I'm not the same age you as you. You are old. I got a question. Yes. I want to know, when you got out of those tubs... Who got in those tubs? Exactly. Did they drain it? That's what I was thinking. They didn't drain it because they wanted to use. So who got the same in stuff. the tub? Did you have glitter in the tub? Sometimes <laughs> there was no glitter. He lied. Cause Dom Capers one time asked me about the glitter on my neck. And I, I knew where like, that was from. But you was playing in Miami. Yeah, we was in Miami. You so played in Miami. Like, you went hard. And Dom was like, "Channing, there's glitter on your neck." You played with PZ. You played with. Uh, you played with L Shelters. Like, like we yeah. knew what you, you was doing. He, you was in the M. You was in MIA. Like, no. So the thing was this though. Like, I remember. We were friends. Oh, my God. Like, it's, it's, like, it's very rare. I got judged for being your friend, by the way. I know. I got judged for being Rondé Barber's friend. That's part of my problem. I got judged for being Rondé Barber's friend. Rondé Barber is the same age as me. We graduated college together. Like, I know we went to dinner together. Of course. So this is my thing. People tend to fail to realize who's the glue behind the scene. Yeah. Aside from head coaches, you know, it's, it's about being personable and have these relationships right. that keep these guys intact. And a lot of times, the majority of the assistants are black coaches. There's no doubt. And you, the majority of the players are black players. So who's creating that bond to keep these guys out of... Because sh- a lot of us don't come from those, those households. And, hey Fred, let me tell right? you this. Let me tell you this, Fred. It's not about the glue. You know, you know what it's about? It's but about the confidence. Wait. It's about the confidence, right? Like... Yeah. Who you can go to in that building to make you feel like they've been through what you've been through, right? Right. So, like, for me, like, I'm from Newark, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I went to school in Irvington, New Jersey. Like, yeah. I'm from, like, the bottom. The Jersey Drive. So, era, like, they were still so like, I can get along with anybody and I can, I can negotiate through all avenues of life. But at the same time, I also can get along with, like, people from different walks of life as well. Right. Like, that doesn't matter to me because, like, I, I can affiliate with that, right? That's not the issue. Mm-hmm. Here's what the issue is with the black coaches or with anybody else. Like, people don't feel comfortable around us. What you mean people don't feel comfortable mm. around you? Mm. They don't. So, like, for me, I'm comfortable around everybody. And I'm going to talk about the people I've been around. The Glaziers. Okay. Extremely comfortable around. Around you? Easily. Tim? Joel. Yeah. Ed. Brian. Do you feel like the chance you were given in Tampa was a fair chance. I do. Now, here's what it was. I, I can't tell you that it wasn't a fair chance. Here it was. It was a chance, right? Now, whether the chance was what it is for other people, I can't, I can't, I can't imagine that. Explain that, though. All right, so here's the, here's the opportunity we had, right? It was like, we want to start over young. We want to build from the bottom. We're going to draft, build to the draft, yada, 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 right? We went 10 and 6 my second year. Mm-hmm. First year was awful. We went 10 to 6. That's a fair chance, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The next year was the lockout. Okay. We started off the year 4 and 2. Okay. We were leading the division. We went to Chicago. We went to play in London and lost to the New England Patriots and couldn't win a game after that. Right. And then I got fired. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not going to say it's not a fair chance. I'm not going to be that guy. 
Like, I should have got fired. We lost 10 games in a row. Right. Like, I got fired. I'm not, I'm not going to be that guy. But the racial thing. You know what I'm saying? RC, that's what I want to get to. The racial thing. That's what it is, where you had a head coaching job as a black man. Exactly. Brian Flores just did the lawsuit. No doubt. Hugh Jackson came out. He was talking about that. Do you think that that is a problem? How can the I Rooney say rule, Bro, I, I, I just said 100 For me. For the, me. Rooney, the Rooney rule, right. The Rooney just... rule is bullshit. Oh, no, no, I'm not talking about the rule. The rule I'm is just the rule is something that's put in place to help people out. I can't say I was a, a benefactor of the Rooney rule, right? Yeah. I was 32. I was, I was so young and got a head job, right? Yeah. That was given to me by the Glazers. So, like, I'm not going to judge them for giving me the job and firing me, right? So, here's the deal. I lost those games. Mm-hmm. I did. I got to own that. Right. Was I it do. on you? Was it on you? It's, it don't matter. See, does I, it matter? I, I think the thing is... Does it matter? I think it does matter, and it also matters how it's perceived. No doubt. And what's the and like what the next moves uh, of it is. And so the thing I loved about you, though, like the whole thing you said, you feel like every interview you've ever had was a legitimate. It was legit, right? And it's coming off of Brian Flores. It's no coming doubt. off of Hugh Jackson. What makes you feel like every interview you've ever had was I, legitimate? I would never discredit what Brian Flores said. Never. You know, like, Brian Flores, I, I respect him. I think he's an honorable man. I think he's, like, like got great character. I love, I love Flo. Like, Flo's from Brooklyn. And it's crazy that, like, two people from that area could be good at coaching football. Exactly. Because y'all suck at football. <laughs> no, you terrible. But Flo... <laughs> Flo was a legit dude, right? So, like, if Flo said that, it's a reason he said it, right? right? I can't say that. Right. My interviews... I haven't had many. You know, so, like... I got the job at Tampa. Yeah. Before that, I interviewed at Denver. That was my first interview. Interview I, for what? I'm, I'm, I was a head job. At the head job interview. Yeah, when, when, when Josh McDaniels got it. Okay. And Pat Bowling was in that interview. And some of the same people that's in that room now was in that interview. Joe Ellis and some of those guys. So I, I can't knock those people for that interview. Like, I thought it was great. Like, I, it was my first one. Don't get me wrong. So I, I don't know officially going into it. But, like, I thought it was a legit interview. Right. But it's time. Oh, no, no, you, no. You just won the Super Bowl. Let me tell you something. Hey, friend, no, wait, wait. I'm and not going to oh, argue with you about whether it's time or not. I agree with that 100%. I'm just talking about my experiences, right? I, I get it. I'm so, like, it. then I went right. to Jacksonville last year. Right. And I interviewed with Atlanta last year. Mm-hmm. And the people in Atlanta, you know how I feel about those people. Right. Arthur Blank, mm-hmm. come on, man. Like, I knew this man before I was even coaching for him. Yeah, like opportunity I, I, to enter him there. Yeah, too. like, right. I, 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 I've been to his ranch. I've been to Mountain Sky. I've been to his house. Like, mm-hmm. like Arthur Blank gave me a legit interview, like, with, this, with, with, with him. So I can't complain about what he did for me. Right. You know, like, and what, how my experience was in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Do I think I should have got that job? Yeah, I want that job. Always. Yeah, but that's not the point. You chose somebody else. I'm not going to judge you for that. Right. Do what you do. Okay, so, so, Rod, here's my ultimate question. You know I'm going to ride for you always. Oh, I know. Like, the way we rock is the way we rock. Yeah. Um, Brandon Staley, yeah. who's now the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. For sure. Did one year. No doubt. In Los Angeles. Yep. Under Sean McVay. And became the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. When I look at um, beating Tom Brady, I look at um, beating Colin Murray. Yeah. And doing the things that you've done. After also being a head coach in this league before, yeah. and you are not a head coach right now, not for anybody else, for me, explain to me how that's okay. 
I'm not going to explain, like, why I'm not a head coach. Like, you know, like, that is what it is. Like, but, Ron, like, you like, deserve I, to be the and, But I'm not going to hate bro. on Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley, I think, is a really good coach. I'm not asking you to hate on him. I'm yeah. talking, talk about you, though. Bro, your name is, listen, I got to do this. Th this Please, this, this is my place. We're all upset. Your, hey, your name is Raheem. Yes. If your name was Sheshafield, um, McDaniels, or some shit like that, would you have a head coaching job right now? If your skin was not the color of my skin, would you have a head coaching job? I don't job know that. I just know. Because you know. are a fucking dog, bro. I love you to death, but I love McDaniels. No, I no, love, no, no, no. McDaniels I love Sheffield. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I'm being honest. Like, what? these guys are good coaches. I don't want to hate you, on the people that you, got the job. No, no, no. Raheem, if you were a white man, would you be a head coach right I'm now? I'm risking the bitch. I'm right. Look at this. <laughs> it's not about no, money, no. though. It's not about money. It's not we about money. I get friend. you. Freddie T texts me at 2 a.m. The China market starts at what time when you text me? It's already started. Freddie T texts me about Shiba Inu. I could be, bro, I swear to God, yeah, I could be. talking about the same I could be a billionaire if I listen to Freddie about this Shiba Inu. <laughs> yeah. Freddie <laughs> texts me, bro, money is not the thing. Your profession moving forward, if you were not a black man, would you be farther along than you are? Let me tell you something. We got, we got, we got ways to go in our profession. Like, we got ways to go. Like, yeah. Mike Tomlin is the best coach I've been around in my life, and he shouldn't be the only black head coach. Right. Like, I love Mike Tomlin. Right. Like, I can't say enough good words about Mike Tomlin. Like, that is my guy. You know that. Great coach. There are so many people that should be have opportunities, and I don't want to just relegate it to me. You know, like... It's not me. Like, why? 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 You know what, Rod? It's, it's really... It's relegated to me. You know, we're on the outside. We, we're all retired. We always like to give our people flowers yeah. when it's necessary. Obviously, it's necessary. You know, you've done an amazing job in the NFL. Appreciate that. You know, from your stints as an interim head coach, coordinators, etc. And right now, I mean... Most guys that get those opportunities, the, other, the teams plucked from the championship teams. Yeah. And when I said timing, I believe it's your time. Unfortunately, the league, the, the, the calendar of the year this year has changed because we have 17 games. Then we got the playoffs and the Super Bowl. A lot of those positions have been filled. Yeah. But I think in due time, we will see you Let me tell back. You in a, in, a, in a leader's position. I'm going to lead a team at some point. Like, exactly. And I'm going to be me. Exactly. And, like, I know how I, how I affect my players. I know how I affect the players. I know how I affect the team. I know how I affect people. Like, I'm going to have an opportunity. Like, so for, when I get that opportunity, Fred, I'm going to shine. Are so, you going to hire me as a DB coach? Hey, listen, I'm not hiring you. Because you know why I'm not going to hire you? <laughs> why? Because you are too famous on SportsCenter. <laughs> And you are too famous on podcasts. Well, coach, I, I'm going to plug myself, though, Coach. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a defensive coordinator down in South Florida. I got a, yeah. I, I got a state championship. High school? I got a high school yeah, state championship, yeah, Coach. Yeah, yeah. I know your background. All I run, Coach, is zero catch. Zero. Zero catch. All I know is this. Yes. In the last three Super Bowls, yes. we've had four coordinators. Ty yeah. Bowles. Ty Bowles. Myself. Eric B. Enemy. Eric B. Enemy. Fire left. And, and the last that have won Super Bowls yep. that I think should have an opportunity to be in those rooms in interviews, bro. if nothing else. Hey, right? listen, all I can do is support those people. Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm not making it about me. Right. Because Eric B. Enemy has done an amazing job. Yep. Byron Leftwich has done an amazing job. Yep. Todd Bowles has done an amazing job. Like, I. Three. I, three. That's three. 
I said four. All right, all right, all right. Come on, man. Love those people. We've been around each other long enough. Stop being so humble. I'm the humble one. It's not four. that. Four. I said four. <laughs> listen, I know who I am. I'm real comfortable. So with listen, really? before, when we were talking before the interview, you gave Ryan his flowers. I questioned Ryan Ra. I questioned his manhood. I questioned just his toughness. Like, I don't no, know. I, don't like, do I, that. I, I just found don't you out. Do that. I just found out that if we go out and not get in a fight, he's gonna jump in. Oh, he in there. I just found out that with Landon Collins at the Super Bowl, he was like, no, he gonna fight. I didn't know Ryan was gonna fight. The, the thing for me is this. Like, I'm clearly the blackest person that works for ESPN. <laughs> like, it just, it just it just happens. I talked about it before the playoffs, and yeah. it wasn't just you. I spoke about D'Amico Ryan's as well. D'Amico's awesome. He's awesome, right? And so you see a guy like Brandon Staley that is the defensive coordinator for a year, gets a head coaching job. And you've done a great job of, like, staying, be like, below the fray. Yeah. When you look at what you had at Tampa, um, your opportunities everywhere else, Atlanta being the interim coach, do you feel like everything you've ever done has consistently been fair? It's not about fair. What is it about then? If it's not about equality not. and equity, it's what is not. it about What are we then? talking about? Like, I'm asking you. That's, 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 that's not what it is. It's like you got to be the best in your profession. Okay. You have to be. You got to be the best of your profession. So do you, you not feel like you're the best of your profession? I'm the best at what I do. Brandon Staley was able to be the Los Angeles Chargers head coach when he was the best of his profession. You feel the same way, and you don't have a head coaching job. I so explain you. that to me. Don't knock Brandon Staley. I'm it's not, not his him. fault. I'm asking Brandon you Staley a did a great job when he had an opportunity. He did. I he did. That. I don't disagree. Brandon, De Brandon Staley did a great job this year coaching the Los Angeles Chargers. He was okay. Oh, RC, you said when he had the opportunity. He did. Right? He had it, and he won a Super Bowl. He got an opportunity, right? Where's your job, then? The opportunity will come. Right. I'm telling Timing you. Timing is everything. Everything. Much like a Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Just a, just a amazing, talented, the best receiver. No, that we've he's seen. not amazing, talented. Let's talk. Let's talk real, dude. Cooper Cup works harder than everybody else. If you work hard enough, the talent shines through. Cooper Cup makes it happen for Cooper Cup, and he does it in a high level, and we don't even know why. Triple crown, though. Triple crown. Most receptions, most receiving Rice. yards, most receiving Ever. touchdowns. Since Triple Jerry, crown. Jerry I didn't even want to talk about this because I was so wrong about Cooper Cup that he's unbelievable. Because so you had why were you wrong? Why was I wrong? Tell me. Because the man is awesome. I love that, dog. He is. Awesome at what? Even Everything. outside. But, like, Raheem, outside looking in, like, I'm watching the film every day, and I look at, like, Devontae Adams, DeAndre yeah. Hopkins. I look at Tyreek right. Hill. I'm right. like, Cooper's not doing these things. Guys, how I does coach, he continue to win, bro? I coach Julio Jones, who might be the most talented guy I've ever coached in my life. I like, agree that. stop and start, snap down, speed, burst, sides, elite athleticism. Cooper Cup does all of that. All of that. And I don't even know how. So can I be honest? Can I, can I ask, like, a real question? Go ahead. Do you think him being white plays against him in that position. Ain't no doubt. Oh, wow. I'm... I can say that for him. Wow. Some Billy Ho white man can't jump stuff. <laughs> Ain't no doubt. He is white man can't jump at the finest level. <laughs> you, you had one, Eric Weddle. Eric Weddle is 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 very similar. But you had one, Eric Weddle. I was gonna if we get Eric Weddle on, I want to ask him. No why. doubt. Does him, John Lynch, Cooper Cup, Cooper <laughs> Cup, 
Eric Sorensen, do they get on the thread together? What? Because you're not, as a white man, you're not supposed to be in the I in, mean, in the, the secondary. I mean, kind of, you know what I mean? But I mean, I'm not going to diminish our argument. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to diminish the argument that we got going on right now with yeah. like diversity and all that type of stuff. I'm like, but like, you, you can't hate on Cooper Cup. Like that man is legit. I'm a fan of Cooper. As a linebacker, my man didn't hold him on the two yard line. Listen. <laughs> Hey, Rod, Rod, he did not hold him on the two-yard line. That's cool, that's cool, that's cool. That was coverage. Wait one second. That was a makeup call. The Go back to the play before that. When, when they uh, grabbed the, uh, no, no, not, not the face mask on Jalen. Oh, okay. It was D. Henderson. Yeah. And they didn't call it, and they called the makeup call on Cooper. So don't, don't start that. Oh, okay. Y'all will say it's a linebacker like that. That when you hear the receiver. What up, bro? Hey, hold on. Tell me about E. Weddle. What's good? What's good, my guy? Hey, we on the show, E-Wed. <laughs> hey, so so we're on the podcast right now. It's me, Raheem, Channing Crowder, Fred Taylor. So I just wanted to call you, bro. Hey, what up, what up, what up? <laughs> <laughs> so Ra is talking about the fact that if it wasn't you, I was going to be next. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He was next, man. Zero chance he was calling you. Hey, zero chance, because hey. I wasn't tackling nobody. Who's better? Uh, I'm just kidding. He was. Let Rock the best dude first. Weddle's a better player than me. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Off bat. Off bat. I'm okay. okay with that. Hey, E. What's up, man? Tell your boy what it's like, man, to come back and win that Super Bowl, bro. Hey, bro, it hasn't even set in yet. Honestly, I feel like I was on a five-week dream tour left my life, and now I'm back in my real life. And, uh, <laughs> hey, and the kids woke up, made breakfast, made lunches, dropped the kids off. I don't know. It's hard to put into words, bro. Hold on. I'm about to pass Hold you on. to Channing. Channing got, got a question for you. I got two questions, man. You joined the super team. <laughs> did, did you just come out to win a ring? Were you ring chasing? Ask Raheem that question. No, he wasn't. Was he ring chasing? The man was chilling at the house with his kids, and I called this man, and he came to help. And then he didn't help, he contributed. He was a dog. Even if I called all 32 teams asking and begging to come back, isn't the whole goal to win a ring anyways? So what, <laughs> that's what it. are we talking about here? Oh, yeah, that's it. Bro, I went to I, I went to one wild card game, and Ed Reed stole my soul. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't do it. He stole a lot of souls in his career. <laughs> yeah, E-Dub, are you and John Lynch and Sorensen and Jason Seahorn all the white <laughs> defensive backs on the thread? Because it's not many of y'all, bro. <laughs> First of all, don't put me in any comparison with any other white. That's people. what I'm talking about, E. Wed. Because I'm half black. And <laughs> you have black. Have you seen a white boy play like me? I have not. <laughs> well, other than Jason Seahorn and Jason and, and John Lynch, I didn't know. Nah, Lynch, Lynch couldn't do what I do, babe. Oh, okay. Close. Oh, okay. So you got a slug? You killing them? Nah, I'm, I'm just being honest. That's how. I, that's how I am. You oh, okay. ain't the question. But you know, no, I was going to ask him, but he's laying down the dick Freddy. Freddy want to ask him. Is he laying down the dick? And I'm not asking him oh, that, okay. bro. Hey, E, what's up? It's Fred T. What's up, man? What's up, man? We're passing you around. Hey, congratulations. Uh, Thank you. Off Thank the couch you. in November, Super Bowl champ in February. You say you woke up this morning cooking breakfast. How many kids you got? How many little ones you got at home? Four kids, 14, 12, 10, and 8. Do they understand the sacrifice you just put in. Do they understand the magnitude of you being a Super Bowl champ? My older two, for sure. I go girl, boy, girl, girl. And uh, I only hope through this experience that they understand what it takes to give it all you got and to determine in your mind if you want to do something, you can go do it. 
and seeing me away working tirelessly to make it happen, I hope they take that with them through high school, through college, or whatever they endeavors are, and know that they can accomplish anything if they decide they want to do it. I love it, bro. Man, listen. We're tipping our hats off to you. Way to come out and be a warrior, man. And, uh, you know, just being a leader and getting everybody together and going to win the hey, he wasn't world, only a leader. world championship. Hey, Fred, let me tell yeah. you something. He wasn't only a leader. He called the defense. He, he was the guy. He had the green dot. He wanted to have the, the, the initiative to do that. Like He had the mic in his yes, helmet. Like, that, that's uh, who right, he is. Right. I had the mic like, in my like, helmet. Like he just he had the us. mic in his helmet? Yeah, he just helped us out. He contributed in the highest level. Damn. Hey, E, it's really been high praise since we started interview with Coach, with Ra. I can't call him Coach. We the same. I'm, I'm a little older than he is. You are? <laughs> but I respect him. I respect everything he's done in this league. And I'm um, rooting for him. I, I think he should be... Uh, a head coach now. His time, his time's coming. Right. It, it should have came in this past, this past it, circle. We, right. we understand it's all in time, man. Appreciate your time. Uh, man, thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Enjoy your family. Love on them. We'll holler at you in a few. I love you, bro. No doubt. Love you guys. Appreciate the support, man. Means hey. the world coming for y'all. All right, be good, bro. Love you, bro. We hey, we together forever, bro. Ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. 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 Well done, brother. Yeah, that's check. You got that check. And so, Rod, you know, so, like, you listen to that, you win a championship with a guy like Weddle, but the conversation has to be had, though. We're in a situation where we get uh, McDaniels in Miami. Yeah. We get Lovey in Houston. Mm -hmm. You are more than worthy of having a head coaching job. You coached in Tampa as a head coach. You took over the interim in Atlanta. For sure. Do you think there is an issue with African-American coaches or minority coaches as a whole as it comes to head coaches? Let's go to the beginning. It's without a doubt an issue. But you can't name the people that got the jobs. What you mean name the people? Okay, so Lovey or McDaniels, you can't name those people. Here's why. Those people deserve their jobs. Like, don't even put them in the category. Like, that's the problem. Let's just start from the root of it all, right? Like. If the people that we feel like are deserving of jobs, that should get jobs, let them get jobs. That is what it is. That's the way you got to go. Like, you can't hate on anybody else for your job. Like, I know McDaniels. I know Lovey. Like, I, I think they're great coaches. I do. I think they're phenomenal guys that should have positions to be in those, those roles and do different things. And, like, I really believe that. That's not my point. Okay. Are there people that got jobs that I think shouldn't have them? and has success, no doubt. Like, there's no way you could tell me you thought the guy in Philly was going to have success. Right. He did. It was terrible in his first... It is what it is. He has success. Right. He has success for a reason. Right. Like, it is what it is. So like, now for you, what's the next step in moving forward in your coaching journey? Yeah, I think when you worry about that, I think that's when you need to get out of the business. All right, wow. so I'm going I'm to back it up then. So we're not worried about that right now. Yeah. We've heard that. We understand it. I want to go back to... Around 2005, 2007. Yeah. South Beach. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Freddie, you gonna bring that up, Freddie? Nah, nah, I mean, not necessarily. Hey, listen. <laughs> not not, not hey, necessarily. Listen. 2005, 2007. Go ahead. Quality control. That's me. In Tampa. In Tampa. And three I, hours away from Miami. Three hours away from Miami. Yeah. And, and what I'm trying to do is, I'm really just trying to paint a picture for everybody that's tuned in, right? Go to work. A lot of times they see NFL coaches no doubt. and they see them button up 
so strict, professional. No doubt. But we used to get it in down south on South Listen, Beach. Listen, I would drive down. It was a young youngster like okay, us. Okay, tell me about that. Tell I would about drive that. down 75. Okay. You know, get to Miami and meet up with this guy right here. <laughs> and, like, people think that's a bad thing, like, in it a ain't. professional way. You know, because, like, Freddie T was a professional. So when I met with him and got with him and saw him and saw him move in silence, that's what you want to do. I'm not saying you, because you didn't move in silence. Nah, no, no, I, mo I moved in loudness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 you moved in high volume. But I, 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 I got drafted in 05 and I, uh, I was down there. But yeah, no, bro. But I had the ability to respect what he did. You know why? Because that gave me the ability for Byron Leftwich. Right. Like, I got a chance to meet Byron Leftwich, right? right yeah. When he was playing. And then he went to his coaching career. Yeah. And he went to the whole deal of everything that he's going on. And it got me a chance to coach him as a player. And then I got a chance to see him move and, like, be who he was. Lance Shelters, who I played with in college. And, like, like let's come out here and meet my friends and my buddies and why we move in the NFL. Yeah. All of that stuff was important to me. But it's the brotherhood. And, For and, sure. And really with that, you know, and, and you've been around great, a lot of great players in your locker room. For sure. Talking about the brotherhood. Who was that one guy that was the glue in, in your locker? You had a lot of superstars. And like any other team, where, you know, the super team, superstar players, it's hard to really identify you that gotta, one leader. You Who was that guy in the, in the Rams locker room? Okay. Or guys? Let's just go back. Before right. we can go to the Rams locker room, you got to go back to Derrick Brooks in the Tampa locker room. That's my brother. That's my mentor. Like Derrick Brooks and what he did in our Tampa locker room. I love DB. That's was my mentor. Unbelievable. Like, mm -hmm. his ability to communicate with everybody from all walks of life. Mm -hmm. Imagine being me, right? You get named the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and you got to cut Derrick Brooks. Right. I couldn't do it. I, I wouldn't do it. Derrick Brooks. Derrick Brooks. Imagine being that guy. What was the real conversation, quick. though, Rob? Huh? No, no, no. Tell before, me, oh, we tell had a conversation. Me, RC, RC, I want to hear the conversation. I, I just, before that, Derrick Brooks stopped me from fighting another dude. Let me tell you something. Derrick Brooks said, he, he, he said. You're he said, not shocking me about nothing you said about Derrick Brooks. He told me, what are you, what is that going to prove? And I didn't fight. I, did, I didn't fight Derrick Brooks. I respect Derrick Brooks more than my damn mama Chance, and daddy. Derrick Brooks, bro. Like, you're not listening to what I'm saying. Like, hey, here's the deal. Like, you're the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And now you got to, like, cut all these veterans. Warwick Dunn. Derrick Brooks. Joey Galloway. Oh. Kevin Carter. <laughs> I mean, I mean, imagine that. And you, they did you feel like you were set up? No, no, it wasn't a setup. It was going to happen one it was, way or another. It was... Right. Moving forward. On her ride. Yeah, it was, it was moving forward. Right. And, like, you know what Derrick Brooks was. Like, we all do. Yeah. That's hard. He's, he's my brother, my mentor. Your brother. I, I look, I look Bro, to him for everything. he won everything. me a Super Bowl. So, so like, Ra, you just won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So you come home, everybody's excited, and you got two, like, cardboard cutouts in your house. <laughs> you have Aaron Donald. The defensive stalwart, future Hall of Famer, maybe the best defensive player that has ever played in the league. And then you have a guy from Los Angeles. He's white. He's great. He wears number 10. It's supposed to be Cooper Cup. But it's not. 
Dog, tell me about it's Justin that, Herbert. Justin freaking <laughs> Herbert. Like, how you walk in the house, bro, and you got a cut cutout of Justin Coach, Herbert at listen, your house, bro? You got to explain this thing. Like, you know, you have, you know, the Super Bowl is a big deal, man. It's in the it's city. A huge deal. Like, huge you deal. can't bring the kids, you know, like, and I can't bring the kids to It's very rare the Super Bowl is in your hometown. Hometown? Like, where you live. I right. mean, nobody has that except for Tampa. Right. right? Yeah. So, like, let's get, let's get a cardboard cut out of Aaron Donald. Let's get a cardboard cut out of a Cooper Cup, and let's go to work, right? Yeah. Let's let the kids have a fun. Let's have fun. And I get home, and I go, babe, why is Justin Herbert <laughs> cut out in our house? He had a Justin she goes, Herbert? No, that's Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup. I go, that is not Cooper Cup. <laughs> Who set her up? <laughs> I mean, so when you walk in the house, though, so Rob, you come in the house, you're like, damn. Two more, we got the rain. We so, a good time. so you walk in, right? You see AD, you're like, oh shit, that's just fine. And then you see Justin Herbert. What you do? Like, I think it was Brandon Staley. He said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, blame Brandon Staley for that. No, yeah, I'm Brandon just Staley. You still gave your wife hell that night. No, I ain't give a hell. I just, I just told her. I, I, no, 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 no. I'm talking about in else. the bed. You got like, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm nasty. I'm nasty, Rob. Listen. I just said, that's, that's not Cooper Cup. That's not Cooper Cup. So usually throughout our show, and I think we can say this and, and wrap it up, uh, we typically ask, what was the biggest pivot moment in your coaching career? What was that moment? It's about to happen. Oh. oh. You ain't seen it yet. I, I, I'm, f I, would, I, about I, I'm with it. Man. Freddie. I'm, I'm like, about like Freddie, like seriously, like I, it's, it's, it's about to happen, man. Like it ain't happened yet. Like. Like it ain't no pivotal moments in your career. Like I, I am, I'm, I'm like that. Like, no. I feel like I dictate terms. Like mm -hmm. I feel like that all the time. Right. So like it ain't happened yet. Well, I want to ask you on the way out because they always give me a hard time. Are you nasty? Like in the bedroom? What? Hey, bro. Like, I see your aggression on the hey, blitzes. What, what a restroom, man. Rob, Rob, Rob. Do we get bro, it? Bro, I'm nasty. Ask I got you nasty? Kids, bro, and I, I come off the change. nightstand. And I grab them, and I, my wife don't even know. I don't care if she don't shower for three, four days. Three I days? don't shower, but we get after it, bro. That's what you do. Yeah, bro. That's what we do. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Like I'm gonna keep. You keep. It I'm gonna keep me. Me. You keep it hundred. But because I already told people, I lock my door. My kids be beating the door, and I still be in there. I can't. Jamming. I can't lock the door. You can't lock the door. No, that's child abuse. To have the kids and <laughs> this boy's sick. My dog, I love you. Come on, come on. I love you. Love you. Oh. Coach, congrats. Yes, sir. Yeah, Good, man. Keep it going. No doubt. Rooting for you. I appreciate that. Hold up. Limitless. Take a stomach cap, pinning it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way up in it, got me up. Uh, on the mission, got me up. Uh, knowing me, I got the key. Uh, on this vision, I can trust. Uh, trust. Uh, limitless. Take a stomach cap, pinning it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Uh,